Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray Strandom wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products, like buying back your Ikea items for store credit, or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. Hello and welcome to the Olive Magazine podcast. This week, to celebrate the Olympics, we are talking about the hot new trend of the summer, Brazilian food. And we've got a 101 on chilies from the Devon Chili Farm with top tips, our favourite recipes using chilies and the different types you should be using. And we have Sarah, our drinks writer, back talking about our favourite drink of the summer, vermouth. First up, we have Janine, our food editor, and myself talking about Brazilian food. This weekend, the Olympics is happening, and with our new issue that's out on the stands at the moment with the massive big Brazil Grill burger, we have been tapping into a, a big trend for the summer, which is Brazilian food, that's haven't right. we, Janine? Yeah. Um, so we thought this week we would give you a bit of a um, greater detail on the trend, mm. what sort of flavours to be looking out for, what you should be cooking. So Janine, give us give us the lowdown. Well, I think... Brazilian foods, as it's been bubbling under for a long time now, but um, recently it just seems to have come up as a, a popular ingredient, a popular way to cook uh, with our readers. Um, the the ingredients used are very vibrant and fresh. So we've got a lot of cumin, chilies, peppers, lime, coconut, and tons of fresh herbs. And I think that that's something that really appeals to people because mm. there's familiar flavours, but they might be used in a slightly different way. Yeah, it's quite a distinctive um, flavour profile with all of those together. It's yeah. not too hot, is it? It's, it's quite not too hot. It's and, more aromatic yeah. and sort of spiced, but um, in it in quite a, a nice, subtle way. Yeah, and lots of different combinations of those ingredients yeah, I mean, together. the two hero sauces that we feature in the um, in the issue are the chimichurri, which I think people are quite familiar with, which has tons of fresh herbs, um, things like parsley, oregano, sometimes um, coriander, and then garlic and chilli. But that has the addition of red wine vinegar, which gives us a slightly okay. sort of soury note to it. And that can be used as a marinade and also as a condiment just to yeah. add at the end of the meal. It goes really well with like uh, beef and steaks and that sort of thing as yeah. well, doesn't it? I love it with it, just a really good rare steak. Yeah. And we've also got another one, which is the uh, malagueta sauce, okay. which is... Um, it, think of it as a chilli sauce, but actually the flavours in it are not as fiery as a chilli sauce. So okay. it's sort of a, a creamy chilli garlic uh, sweet paprika and tomato sauce <clears throat> and that again can be used on the side as a table sauce or as a, um, 
as a um, marinade, and I think we've got we've got it in with uh, some lovely chicken in this yeah. recipe. I remember that when we tested it in the t- uh, mm. test kitchen, and it was so I so you good. You took the rest home. I didn't did. You? <laughs> I, I stole it and I took it home. I had it with my avocado yeah. on the weekend. It just went with everything: with salads, with grilled yeah. meats. It's just a really good, versatile sauce to have. And I think what what we discovered from testing um, is that. Although a lot of the ingredients lists are quite long, actually the methods are very simple. Okay. So, so you'll be bringing lots of different flavors into the marinades and the grilling, and the sauces. But actually, um, the the whole method of, of sort of grilling meat, marinating, grilling, and then adding something at the end is quite simple. So it's it's definitely one for you to get stuck into at home. Yeah, definitely. Like a really good if you haven't tried a cuisine before, it's not yeah. as intimidating as some other. Not at all. Cuisines. And you probably have quite a lot of stuff in your cupboard. I mean, there's. Normally, we um, if we do a, a, a new um, sort of cuisine, we often have to put, where, where can you get this online? Yeah. And with this, I reckon you could pretty much pick up everything you need from supermarket oh, as well. That's ideal. Yeah, and th- um, these recipes that we're featuring are from a, a lovely restaurant called Cabana, um, who started out a few years ago in London and have actually expanded to um, all of other country, which is um which yeah, is great. it's really good. So, yeah, if you if you don't quite fancy making it at home yeah. or if you become addicted and need somebody else to make it for you, you can go and try it at the restaurants. Yeah. And there's a list on their website of all their different branches, yeah. but they've got them across the UK. But Janine, tell us about some of the dishes that we featured because okay. these um, went down really there's some well. Really, the there's some really fun ones. Um, I think people might be um, familiar with uh, caipirinha, uh, which is yeah. a, a drink. <laughs> which is I'm very uh, familiar with that sadly <laughs> there might be <laughs> too, familiar too with familiar. Her as well yeah it has cachaça which is um which is sugarcane juice fermented spirit it's a dangerous spirit it's quite dangerous it's very easy to drink yeah and um in cocktails you mix it with with lime and with lots of um mint and sort of um smash it all up into mm. a cocktail and that's really refreshing mm. I mean that's like the signature yeah that's drink, a sort right? of signature drink of Brazil yeah. I think We've got a recipe here, which is um, called a caipirinha beer can chicken. And this is an old kind of US recipe where you would sit a chicken on a beer can um, that was opened. So obviously the beer goes inside the chicken and steams it while it's on a sit the whole thing on a barbecue, steams on top of the barbecue and roasts on the barbecue as well. Yeah, you've probably all seen pictures of it. It's literally a tin of beer up a chicken's bum, (laughs) pop it on the barbecue, but it it tastes incredible, doesn't it? Yeah, and they've sort of twisted it up by adding a marinade of cachaça and lime and various things before it goes onto the onto the can and within the can they've got cachaça and lime juice as well so you kind of the whole flesh is infused Double in hit. this gorgeous um and you could you could probably have some drinks with it and, yes. and sort of take the whole brazilian theme through the barbecue um it was so tender i remember it was just really juicy and it was really fragrant it's it was a great sort of alternative to yeah. the kind of standard stuff you would do on a barbecue i really liked it yeah i mean they obviously uh, brazil is really famous for, for meat cooking because they've got great meat there, as is a lot of South American. Um, and they've got these restaurants called Churrascarias, um, where it's, it's basically all about, um, it's kind of like a steakhouse with the most amazing grill setups. Okay. And I think you can see through all of these recipes, there's a lot of kind of marinating and grilling goes yeah. on. We've got this lovely chili and cumin marinated lamb, which is, it's the most simple marinade, again, of um cumin seeds, chilli, bit of dried oregano, mm. and then just leaving it for a while and then marinating that, I'm sorry, grilling that over the coals. And then that just gives the most fantastic flavour. And I think, again, the simplicity of that just really comes out. Yeah. 
And it was super quick as well, that recipe, wasn't it? it was yeah, like 30 it's really minutes. good. I mean, the marinading, they, they would prefer you to marinate it for quite a long time. Yeah. But I think that, you know, it, it, you put it on the night before and then the next day you exactly. get it and put it on the grill. You do and, that quickly on a Friday night yeah. on the way home from work. Exactly. And then Saturday you're sorted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to be drinking your uh, your cachaça all day. Yeah. Um, but we've got a great couple of vegetarian recipes in here too. Yeah, there's um, there's a, a really good spiced aubergine dish. Um, again, it uses a chimichurri to marinade, but then it's um, seasoned with cumin seeds, parsley, turmeric, which turns the aubergine flesh the most amazing bright yellow colour. Um, peppercorns and cayenne. So again, the white peppercorns and cayenne uh, use sparingly so you actually just get a tiny little sort of buzz of heat mm. you know it's not going to knock your head off no. and then that's served with the malagretta sauce so um so again that's a, that's a brilliant one if you've got vegetarians coming around to yeah, get ahead sure. and, and and it doesn't take long to cook again i think um we're looking about six minutes aside for aubergine slices so yeah, it's a really, really nice and treat your vegetarian friends yeah <laughs> and meat eaters I really I really loved it and like you say all of those ingredients all those spices and herbs I have those in my cupboard and I would imagine yeah. most people do yeah there's They're a lot of there's speciality a lot. are they the dried herbs all come from your your regular dried herbs yeah. and spices rack so I think they're really approachable as well. So I think, again, it's one of the reasons why people are really getting behind the cooking of it. So Fantastic. Um, and so is there anything else we need to know about Brazilian food? I think you should approach it like the Brazilians do, like okay. as a party. Excellent. So, <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. This, this, uh, all of these recipes are from Cabana's book, and it's it's sort of subtitled Brazilian Street Party Food. And I Excellent. think if we all approach summer as a Brazilian street party with plenty of cocktails, <laughs> yeah, lots of marinating beforehand, yeah. and then just last minute grilling, so we can all sit around in the sun drinking and listening to good music, then that would be a good barbecue to have. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, well, I know what I'm cooking for the rest of the summer. Thank you. Very very much Janine and if you want to get Janine's incredible we haven't talked about it here but we did last uh, week on the podcast her incredible Brazil girl burger which is on oh, the yeah. front cover of the issue yes don't um, be scared of it no. it looks intimidating but it is actually quite easy to make can we just do a quick roundup of what it is again just to remind people in case they didn't catch last week's okay. or they've forgotten which I can't believe they would because it was so incredible it is two spiced patties um, you've got sweet and sour onions, got chimichurri sauce, again, lovely chimichurri. Yeah. We've got peri-peri glazed bacon. We've got a sort of avocado mayo. And then on top of all, oh, some cheese, just some cheese because you need cheese in a burger. Just cause. And then um, on top of everything, we've got some lovely crispy, crunchy onion rings so with good. a bit of cumin in the butter. So good. Now, I've seen quite a few of you on social media <laughs> have already started making it. But I know one person said this morning that I saw that she ate it too quickly and she couldn't take a picture. No. But <laughs> if make any, it again. Yeah, if any of you make it or make it again, make sure you yeah. take a picture and um, tag us in with the hashtag Olive Mag Recipes on Twitter or Instagram. And yeah, show us what you've been doing because I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, it's, it's such a good, a good recipe. It's a good mouthful. So that is in the August issue of Olive Magazine which yep. is out now or for any other recipes um, you can always head to olivemagazine.com as well great fantastic thank you so much Janine thank you cheers next up we have Alex our editorial assistant and digital writer fresh from a Devon farm and Anna our cookery writer talking about their favourite types of chilies. So we've been um, chatting about chilies in the office today and a few weeks ago I went down to the South Devon Chili Farm which is a 10 acre 
chili farm just outside of Totnes in South Devon. It's great um, because they have about 200 varieties of chilies growing in tents and they have little nurseries and they have um, about 10,000 chili plants growing a year, which is pretty impressive for the south of England. Um, And it's great because you can go on a tour of the tunnels and nurseries and then afterwards you can taste the produce in the the little cafe. And I love they, they do their hot chocolate. So they have hot chocolate with a hint of chili in it, which is really nice. And it cuts through the creaminess of the hot chocolate. And um, they also do a really great savoury cream tea. So they have cream cheese and homemade chili jam, and it's really punchy because it's just been made with the produce just, uh, just, well, a few metres away. And it's in Devon as well, so the the scones are really top-notch. And you can also buy plants to take home. So I took home some Padron peppers, which are currently growing on my window. How are they working out? Uh, all right. I'm not. I'm not the best at um, keeping plants alive. Um, you have to have specific growing conditions, but they give yeah. you lots of tips, which oh, is really good. good. Um, and yeah, because padron peppers are my favourite. Favorite yeah, chilies. these are the roulette chilies, aren't they? They are. Yeah. So they, is it one in every ten or something, which is yeah. spicy? Yeah. So ten percent. There's a. They come from Galicia, which okay. is northwest of Spain. And they have a, there's a saying in Spain and it goes, well, translated into English doesn't sound quite as nice, but um, it's padron peppers, some are hot and others not. um, But basically, there's no way of knowing. So they they pick the chilies when they're still green. And um, before they've turned red, and um, not even nobody knows. It's not they're they're quite uniform in in shape and yeah. size, and no one knows when you're going to get a spicy one. But um, I always thought it was a myth because um, I lived in Spain for a long time, and I, I had I had them nearly every day. <laughs> and um, I only actually had my first spicy one about three weeks ago in London at Barafina, which oh, okay. is so the myth is actually true. Yes. So, so what's your favourite chilli? Um, I really like bird's eye chilies um, for Thai um, sort mm. of rice noodle salads with loads of Thai basil. And, They're more um, fiery, aren't they? They then? are, yeah. But you can, so there's also a bit of a fact. Um, oh. It's not actually the seeds that are the spicy part of a chilli, it's the pith. Uh, so when, yes. if a recipe says to take the seeds out, probably also take the pith out as well. Yeah. Um, so we've got loads of really interesting facts in the August issue at the moment. We've got a Chili's 101 filled with interesting chilli facts and all the different types in there as well. Um, but yeah, my favourite would be that or Scotch bonnets. I, I'm kind of, I'm quite a chilli head. Aren't they the like <laughs> really, really spicy ones? I don't think I can handle those. I think go- ghosts are quite... Ghost chilies are quite... Ghosts, yeah. I've never heard of that. What's that? Yeah, no, there's a challenge. It's, yeah, don't, don't try it. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. wouldn't. I'm going to try a big glass of milk next to me if I do. Yeah, and that's the other thing as well. So if, you know, if you've got too much spice, um, if you're eating something really spicy, then you should have milk drinks rather than fizzy drinks. A lot of people drink beer with curry, you know, drink sparkling okay. water or something. And that actually makes the spice go further into your taste buds. So you need the fat of milk or a lassie or something to calm the taste ah, buds. Is that why they have lassies a lot yeah. in Indian yeah. Indian coast countries? Mm. So we've got lots of um, chilli recipes um, in the backlog of Olive. We do. And we have them all on our website, don't we? Yeah. Um, my favourite has to be the green chilli grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, this is, this is a 
It is so good because just think of a really comforting cheese sandwich, a cheese toasty, and then whack in some coriander, chopped up green chilli. It just really cuts through. It just gives it an extra kick. That extra squidge as well. I think it's made with squidge. It's got soft cheese in it as well, so, um, and Ah, cheddar. So it's a really, really nice filling. I really Mm. am a big fan. What's your Um, favourite? I really, I actually am a really big chilli fan because I love how you can do lots of sweet and savoury things Mm, with them. So we've got a great recipe for papaya with chilli caramel, which is something that that I wouldn't have thought of, yeah, doing, which is really nice and it looks beautiful as well. Um, And we've got a really nice chilli jam recipe coming out in the October issue when you've got a glut of chillies if you're growing them. So, yeah, that's definitely one to keep an eye out for. Can I make make it with padron peppers? You could try, yes, definitely. (laughs) Maybe not. I mean, well, we've actually done it with scotch bonnet because you really want, with the amount of sugar as well, you sort of want the spiciness coming through. But you can definitely experiment with different types of chillies. If you don't like it too spicy, you can can make it with jalapenos or something. That would be really nice. Talking of which, we do have an amazing video for jalapeno poppers. What are they? <laughs> so you <laughs> so you keep the jalapenos whole, and then you just cut a little slit down the side and pee, and take the seeds out and the pith. Yes, <laughs> very important. And, um, and then you stuff it with cheese, and then breadcrumb it and deep fry it. And so you, it's a bit like a bar snack, an American bar snack. And ah. then when you eat it, it's just cheat like stringy cheese the fiery chilli and crispy breadcrumbs a bit of a common theme there cheese and chilli yeah (laughs) but also I really like the um this as you were saying the sweet recipes because not a lot of people would put chilli in desserts but we've got an amazing recipe for um it's like a chilli chocolate tart and it's got a peanut chipotle brittle um and it's really great because it doesn't overpower the chocolate, so you just have um, you just just gives it a subtle kick mm. underneath, doesn't it? Um, and it's got a really rich and fruity dark chocolate ganache, so I think that's really good. Mm. Yeah, I do. I like the fact that you can put chocolate in chili recipes as well. So you know, you have like a square of dark chocolate in something that's really spicy, like a a mole or a chili con carne or something. So yeah, mm. it is like that match is is sort of sweet and savoury. Yeah. Like. Well, yes, so if you want to learn any more about chilies, we've got lots of facts in the July issue. August. August issue, sorry. (laughs) And um, we've got someone from South Devon Chili Farm who's giving us lots of tips about um, different types of uh, varieties, uh, recipes with chilies. And if you have any other questions, just feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook and or email us. Thank you. Thanks. I know what I'm making this weekend. That cheese toasty with green chilli sounds incredible. If you like what you've heard so far in this podcast, and even if you haven't, now is the chance to do something about it. If you head to survey.acos.com, there is a chance to win some lovely Amazon vouchers, £200 worth. And we just want to find out the sorts of things that you like listening to on podcast. It's really easy. It takes only about five minutes to complete. Um, so if you could do that, that would be amazing. Or you can just carry on listening to us here on the podcast now. I have Sarah, our drinks writer, and myself talking about vermouth. So, Sarah, this month mostly I have been drinking vermouth <laughs> because, I'm tre- <laughs> because I'm trendy. So trendy. Yeah. So it is everywhere at the moment. Yeah. It's on lots of restaurant menus, bar menus. Yeah. It's not just reserved to cocktails or at the back of your mum and dad's booze cupboard <laughs> like it was when I was growing up. Um, yeah. We're all drinking it. 
but why and what is it as well? That would be good to know yeah, for those so, that don't know. <laughs> it's one of these bizarre kind of bottles that people always have in their cupboard, which mm. you shouldn't keep it in the cupboard. Interesting. Um, okay, good. And people forget about it. Yeah. Most people have, you know, a bottle of martini and they don't really know. They think, kind of like people think Bacardi is its own category. People think mm. martini is its own category. Yeah. It's not. It's vermouth. And vermouth is basically aromatised, fortified wine. Okay. Which means it's been stuffed full of botanicals and then spiked with unaged brandy. Right. So, so I didn't know that. Yeah. Unpacked. So you can put all kinds of botanicals in it. If you think, you know, what kind of botanicals you'd put in gin, you can also put it in vermouth. Okay. So um, lots of coriander and cinnamon and lots of citrus. So presumably they can be quite different then in terms of flavour profiles because there's such a, a massive amount of difference yeah, between the botanicals. massively different. And it depends on the base wine that you're using yeah. as well. So you mainly get you get dry and sweet for me. Yeah. So dry tends to be from France historically and okay. sweet tends to be from Italy. Okay. Um, and yeah, you get the base and then you kind of add the botanicals that will complement or kind of go against and create something a bit more interesting. Okay. Um, so the kind of big brands... Really, French dry vermouth, if you're looking at like Norley Pratt or Dolin or Lillet, okay. which is really hard to get hold of now. Um, in Italy, you're looking at kind of Cocky, Antica Formula, Pintermess, okay. all of those kind of, they look really cool. They look, um, they've got these kind of really, really old style labels, a lot of okay. them. Um, so they look really kind of interesting. So they look good on your bar trolley then? They look very good on the bar trolley, yeah. Um, and the main botanical... You get a lot of them are really bitter, and that's because of wormwood. Okay, um, isn't that what's in absinthe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so actually, and it makes <laughs> make you go sorry to interrupt. It make you go crazy, right? Uh, no, or not? No. no. Okay. Um, they did think it did. It <laughs> made you go a bit crazy. Okay. Um, but it's it's been disproven. Um, it tastes good now. It just tastes really good. Okay. It's that really kind of really bitter, very grown up flavor, very grown up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's actually where the word vermouth comes from. It's from the German. Vermut, okay, which means wormwood. Great, because that was like the main botanical. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and actually, vermouth production dropped off a lot when they did think that it made you go a bit crazy. They okay. kind of banned wormwood. Okay, um, and dropped off, but it's now super trendy again. Lots of bars using yeah. it. Bartenders are kind of like championing it again. Yes. Yeah, um, which I'm really happy about. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think the Negroni has just exploded, and yeah. everyone's drinking Negronis now, mm. and. That's only got three ingredients, one of which is vermouth. Yeah. And there's lots of twists that people are doing. Yeah. And martinis as well, right? So it's yeah. sweet and dry, which are, which tend to be used in the common cocktails. Um, so it depends what cocktail you're using. So okay. if you're making a classic martini, you're going to be using dry vermouth. Okay. Um, the vermouth that you're using is just as important as the gin. 100%, yeah. Um, and whether you're using it, you know, 20% or you're doing a 50-50 or... Yeah which is a really popular style of drinking That's it. how I drink it. Yeah, yeah, I really like it with a really kind of fresh yeah. vermouth. It's delicious. And then if you're looking at like a Manhattan or an Americano or a Negroni, they tend to be the sweet vermouths. Okay. And they give it that really lovely um, orangey, yes. goldy colour. Yes. Which I love. So good. Um, so yeah, there's loads of things that you can do with it. It's not just for cocktails. It's okay. a great aperitif just by itself over ice. Okay. It's delicious. So did you say you don't keep it in the cupboard as well? Does that mean you keep it in the fridge? Yes, you keep it in the fridge. Both of them, sweet and dry? Yeah, both. And how long? Um, you'll get about a month out of it once it's opened. Okay. So, so it is like a wine then in that respect. That it's got yeah. a shelf, quite a short shelf life. Yeah, you treat it. It is a wine. Yeah. But because it's been spiked with the brandy, it gives you a little bit 
more wiggle room. Okay. So you have yeah. about a month to drink it. Okay. Um, I'm sure I can, can manage that. Yeah. <laughs> if you can I'm resist confident, it for that yeah. Um, yeah, and there's some great bars that are doing lots and lots of the meat stuff. Um, lots of Negroni menus. Yes. Okay, I went to the Doghouse last week. Um, underneath Bernardi's. Okay. Which has got a whole menu. So that's in Marlebone in London, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which has got an amazing Negroni menu. Great. Melio Pere is an Italian place in Soho. Okay. They actually make their own vermouth and they do the vermouth masterclass. Amazing. So you can go and like chat to the guys there and even Great. make your own. Great. I, I've noticed and lots of bars are doing that now. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it's worthwhile speaking to any good bartenders Definitely. about spirits in general and you know you can find out from facts like that yeah there's a brilliant restaurant in bristol called the Essicurian, mm-hmm. and about four years ago now they started producing their own vermouth so theirs is a sweet vermouth and they um have this beautiful walled garden and they use all of the botanicals from the garden in the vermouth so there's Amazing. 20 different botanicals it's, it's wow. so good and a beautiful bottle i need to try that it's really really good and they um actually use it in some of their cooking as well so they i've tried at the restaurant a brilliant apple cake kind of really toffee sticky apple yeah. cake so with ice cream but then they pour vermouth over the top oh my gosh, and it is amazing incredible yeah. dry vermouth or sweet sweet vermouth that sounds delicious yeah. I hope it's sweet now I've said that but yeah I'm pretty sure it is <laughs> it's vermouth anyway yeah it's vermouth and it's tasty that's all you yeah. need to know and vermouth yeah. is actually great for cooking you yeah. can swap it out if a recipe calls for white wine you can swap it out for dry vermouth and yeah. it actually works better I um, think it yeah. gives you a bit more flavour because quite often a bit of depth yeah yeah. quite often wine kind of you just get the alcoholy taste without mm. you know kind of lose the flavour and presumably, same with like kind of sweet sherry and yeah. sweet vermouth can have similar purposes yeah. in cooking too. Definitely, definitely. Amazing. And you know, the most obvious way, if you haven't tried vermouth before and you're a bit scared of like a Negroni, it's a bit too bitter for you, mm. the best way to drink it is in a spritz. Okay. Um, which is super hot this summer. Um, and it's you can use because it. Because Sarah said so. Because I said so. Yeah. <laughs> so you should all be drinking it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can top it up with tonic or soda water or prosecco, which is so my personal favourite. Yeah, so it's a bit more of a long drink. Yeah, it's not as sort of punchy. Yeah, when you're so drinking it's it. over ice. It still gives you that nice bitter edge. Yeah, but without the kind of like slap you around the face. Yeah, sometimes you want that. Sometimes you want that. But <laughs> yeah, not always. Okay, cool. So we've got a recipe for a spritz. We've got we? loads of spritz recipes online. Okay, great. Yeah, so fantastic. Olivemagazine.com. Fantastic. Don't Brilliant. All right. Thank you so much, Sarah. That was so interesting. And I'm really thirsty for <laughs> some vermouth now. Thank you. Great, okay, cheers. Thank you very much for listening to the Olive Magazine podcast. Don't forget you can get in touch with us as per normal via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, email, snail mail. We're always there. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't. And tell us if there's anything you want to listen to next week or in the future. And please, please, please remember to subscribe via iTunes, Acast or your favourite podcast provider. And if you could rate us and give us five lovely stars, I would be forever grateful. Thank you very much. Happy listening. Happy eating. And we'll see you next week.